Oh my stars, y'all. Today we are calling Vanessa Williams. Yes! She is our latest celeb to win RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe it. I know. But the calls won't stop there. We'll get Bambi from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yes. Our girl, Zonique from T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle Come since she's on. releasing new music this week. And we have our first double, Shantae, you stay on RuPaul's Drag Race. <gasps> we got a lot to get into. So VH100, the podcast, got to go down now. podcast for all things vh1 and more if yeah. you haven't subscribed or commented you that's know right. what i'm about to say my uh-huh. name is easy manoli that's right and i'm lejune and we're excited about yet another episode of vh100 the podcast so if you want to get in on this conversation make sure you use that hashtag vh100 podcast and talk that talk with us talk easy what's good i'm doing good you know we're still in quarantine doing whatever we need to do but this past weekend was very nice it was like hitting the 75 degrees i hit up some parks and i'm seeing that some bars are actually serving drinks on the sidewalk like all of a sudden we're like las vegas all of a sudden what yes yeah, so I- somebody got a little litty by accident oh somebody need to get back to the city yeah <laughs> so i'm just like okay everybody how are you you're okay yeah, you know, I'm living that quarantine dream, you know, upstate. And I was, you know, enjoying the beautiful, beautiful weather. Okay. Getting a little garden popping, spending some beautiful quality time outside. You know, I'm getting my runs on, you know. I'm trying to just, like, stay healthy and fit. Runs, keep it like, cute. physical runs or, like, vocal? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, actually physically running, you know, getting Ugh. out there and doing it on purpose, like, intentionally. I'm in, so I'm, I can't cute. run because at our park, there are a lot of folks there and there's just like a lot of police presence there to the point that sometimes a cop will drive onto the track to spread us all out so it's like oh. a little too stressful for me so i'm just gonna do push-ups at home and just call it a day yeah that's too much it's just way too much like i literally ran on the street to a track where um it's sort of like an old track so you can hardly even see the track anymore like grass is growing over where the oh. track is so it was just like me and one other or two Person. other people <laughs> Yeah, and I was zooming past them like, Phew, no, let me stop. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. But um, all right, well, I'm happy to hear that you are doing good and everyone's trying, happy. Trying, you know, trying to, you know, hang But in. once again, we do have an action-packed show. I'm so excited. I'm Vanessa Williams, what, if you would have told me a year ago that <laughs> I would be week. here. Right, exactly. <laughs> you would have told so me exciting. last week. Let's get know, a popping easy. So much to do. There is so much to do, like getting into this free cap from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, yeah. fluff our honeymoon phase is over i'm like lejeune free cop let's go she's like okay excuse you (laughs) so you ready to hit me with it let's get it let's get it in three Uh, two uh, one uh, free cap free cap Kirk brought a son out of jail. Scrappy had a medieval reveal. New baby gone away. Now Mama D feels some type of way. Sierra took the keys from BK. He showed up at Paris Ponte. Came with carrots and receipts. Blew the vibe when things got heated. Mmm, it sure got heated. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it got from all sorts of heated. Real quick, and I just didn't see this going down this way. Not here. Not at yeah, this time. Not, not at this time. I don't party. think anybody did, including Bambi, who will give a call in a few, but. Really quick, picking up from last week with Shooter, Kiyomi, that whole situation. We yes. see in Shooter's interview, he's finally taking some responsibility in this love triangle. Some. 
But then he's all, well, Shia needs to take some responsibility, too, since she took a break from me. And I think we're all thinking, like, sir, she's not mad that you moved on. She's mad that you got her involved in a love triangle that she didn't ask for. Right. And she's clearly she's sure not mad it. that you moved on. She's mad that you didn't communicate this when she attempted to move back in. Because yeah. you she could she didn't have to. Like, if you would have just told her what was going on, maybe she could have made the decision, well, let me continue with my moving on that I had previously been doing. <laughs> Thought about but he doing. didn't give her that chance, so whatever. Well, you know, as <sighs> you said, you, you didn't ask the question, quote unquote. I am so. exhausted by his thought <laughs> process and to know that this is just a regular thought. Because Scrappy, Scrap said, not Scrappy, excuse me, y'all. Scrap mm-hmm. said last week, he said, this is just how it go. This is just how it be. And that's a line that I have used several times yes exactly. so ladies ask the questions matter of fact i have a few questions i have a few questions maybe i should ask <laughs> that i didn't he's i know and i do love that we brought it up to him last week scrap and he was all like oh uh, skirt skirt he really scurried right. along that but i do love that when it was time to bounce from the parking garage he was not about getting his whole body in the car with cheyenne because yeah, he's like no. listen i'm not trying to get in no high speed car chase right now miss so until you cool down, this leg isn't coming in here. And she's like, fine. So, so smart. And then also, he's just a really smart man. And he, you know, is thinking about his situation as well. Because he's like, miss, I don't have time to be explaining to the police why I'm in this car and you're yeah. do- running these red lights. Like, I just don't have that privilege to have that freedom to want to do this with you. So I'm not. So the foot is coming in once you realize that it's over. Like and once they're like five is. miles away, they're like, okay, peace out. But bottom line, Cheyenne is cool on them. But if she sees them in the streets, it's on. Just like Sierra bringing the heat on BK on. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, mm-hmm. Sierra's throwing a sweet 15 birthday party for Paris and has her friend Tiffany over to get this thing ready. Who was the one that broke the beard rubbing BK news? Right. And they're talking smack about his situation. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. guess who breaks into Sierra's house with a key, quote unquote? Breaks, breaks in, boy. He, <laughs> I love BK. All, all, all her friends called her out to you. They're like, you're being I dramatic. loved it. I, that's what this, when I was watching that scene, honestly, I should dedicate the episode to those sisters. Because I said, you know what? These are real friends. Yeah. They're like, miss, let's get that together. These are real friends. They didn't even let the story continue. They're like, ma'am, you're being dramatic, but proceed. <laughs> exactly exactly so back to uh sierra and tiffany though when they're chatting about the night he had out and bk's there we're clearly not going to get anywhere because tiffany is like really gassing up sierra right right she's just like that's right i saw this and i saw that so Mm -hmm. she's like yeah girl (laughs) so the keys get snatched and so does his invite to paris's party but that doesn't stop him Mm -hmm. from popping up so I say we give the Bams a call because she was front it. and center for this. And her whole face was like a whole meme, a gif and everything in between. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Let's and then also the we got to talk to her about, you know, making that smart decision about not getting on that van. She, you know, we got so much to talk to Bam about. We Let's do. do. Hello. <gasps> ring, 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 How we doing, Bam? We got that. Yeah, how y'all doing? We're doing pretty cute. You know, we're up in quarantine in New York, but uh, it is what it is. Right. Even better (laughs) now that we're talking to you. Congrats on the new baby. Thank you so much. So excited. (laughs) Right. So 
All right, before we chat about your pregnancy, right, a, a bunch of fun. We, Lejeune and I were just talking about Paris's birthday party, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And you were front and center. Okay. You were right there with the BK roll-up. And at first, I'm thinking, oh, my God, what a stand-up guy. He's giving Paris some nice-ass earrings. And then he busts out some condoms and texts screenshots of Sierra allegedly cheating. So when he gave that bag to Sierra, did you think like some fuckery was about to go down? Because you and Tokyo were like, take the gift, sis. Take the right. gift. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? That totally caught me off guard. Right. I did not see that coming Hello. at all. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, you know, I'm not trying to be the messy one here. But, you know, in Sierra, she actually admitted in her confessional that there might have been a couple DMs that happened. You know, does it mean that he should have bust out the tweets or the DMs? at the the party no and all that fun stuff what are your thoughts about their relationship well i think you know every relationship in the beginning you know it's just like a a a stage where you just don't really know what it is you know what i'm saying so um it takes time to figure it out and kind of like just get a adjusted to what what are we doing right, right, right. you know what i'm saying where are we going so i, I feel like that they're still kind of there you know what i'm saying i still like they're still figuring it out mm-hmm. and you know there's some bumps in the road of course but i think they can get through it i think they're so actually well a good match of mm-hmm. course and speaking from bam because we know that you you've experienced some bumps but here you are you got a baby bump so we're good. Absolutely. Right. I like what you did there. <laughs> well, you know, I got a, I got a bump on my finger first. Right? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Get, okay. Get your bumps in order, everybody. All right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Prioritize them Hello. bumps. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but then, obviously, things kind of escalate. And, you know, Sierra's girls are rallying around her. Tokyo specifically throws her purse at BK, he tosses it back and it sets everyone off because it's, it, def- it definitely hits somebody in the group. Where were you when that happened? Because I was like, oh, if Bambi right. just got hit with his motherfucking purse. Look, as soon as I saw shit start to flying, I'm like, I got to get the hell up out of here. Normally, right. you know, I would probably be a little more in the mix, but you know, um, considering my condition of right course. now, I just, you know, I got to get the hell out of there. So, right. I, Safety I first, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, hindsight is twenty twenty. Had you seen all of this play out when y'all were on that ski trip, do you still think that that pregnancy test prank, you think you would have pulled that still yeah. on Sierra? Uh, Hell yeah. I mean, (laughs) and that's a true friend right there. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, it was, it was fun. Sierra's fun. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a fun person to actually prank because she's so dramatic. (laughs) And so (laughs) it was just a, it was just a nice way to kick off the trip, you know? Yeah. Speaking of dramatic, I loved when she was telling everyone that BK broke into her house with the keys. Um, listen, my, I love my friends so much, but I'm like, girl, you are trying it right now. They're like, there was no broken windows. There was no forced entry. He literally had a key. She's like, I tried to get it back. And you're like, that doesn't count. Yeah, we were just talking uh, no. about, we were just talking about this before we called you and how you guys are real friends because y'all were like, no, sis, I'm gonna let you proceed with this no. story. Yeah, that, that ain't it. But obviously, like we said, congrats to you and Scrappy on the pregnancy 
Hennessy uh, loved the Medieval Times announcement. He genuinely looked so confused, and so did some people that were actually there, too. So right. what made you come up with that kind of announcement? Because that was different. I mean, just coming off that trip, it was so overwhelming for me. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm, I'm glad to be home, back with my family. So let's just make this a fun night. And this is going to be my last time being pregnant. So, oh. you know, might as well do it big. Might as well do it big. Okay. Right. She's like, it's a wrap after this. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Right, right, right. Shutting it down. And we know that there was already some tension with the moms from the last incident. And so they weren't invited because of that tension. But now looking back at Mama D's reaction, do you have any second thoughts about how she found out? Not really. You know, I kind of feel bad a little bit. But at the end of the day, like, my family is my husband and our children you know mm-hmm. and our mothers obviously are our mothers and we love them so much but if they can't get with the program then you know you just don't have to be on the outside and and find out shit when everybody else does mm. yeah because I, I w- mama d came in with guns ablaze and she's like i found this on social media and i i can't believe yeah. this and i know that cc got to find out before me and i'm all uh-oh so gotta say yeah. Your mom and Mama D are very creative, uh, maybe not in the best way with the voodoo dolls and, and the obituaries of it all, but the way that they come up with some shit, like even their shady comments, I'm all, what What the hell? Like, they are very creative women. So did you ever think it would escalate this much to like the voodoo dolls of it all and the obituaries? Because this is like some serious stuff. You know what? I, um, I know my mom, you know what I'm saying? And my yeah. mom and Mama D, they are they they are alike in a lot of ways as much as they hate to admit it they they have a lot of you know similarities when it comes to just like their antics and different things so in the beginning i did kind of warn my mom i'm like okay you guys can be cool but just you know just don't try to force a, a relationship and i just think that by my mom like actually moving in with mama d like it was just too much like y'all two strong personalities and it's gonna clash so why not just you know be cool with each other kind of like i don't want to say from afar but you know like hey girl hey and keep it moving you know yeah all that moving in together just kind of like ruined it i think yeah and um yeah just knowing my mom i i just knew that it wasn't gonna be a good turnout yeah and then we saw that you and scrappy were like chatting with mama d on the side after that all went down and mama d's like acknowledging that your mom and herself are both coming from a place of pain and anguish right so seeming like she had like a coming to jesus moment do we hope that they can get it together do we have any type of hope yeah, you know, I, um, I, you're like, obviously, I yes, <laughs> I hope I, I, I do hope, but just knowing like both of them is just like, at this point, I've kind of given it up, like, whatever, you know, y'all mm-hmm. just stay the fuck away from each other and keep it moving. Yeah. Keep every, you know, keep the peace. Okay. Right? And then yeah, straight up, like if. If the girls can get it together on the on the ski trip, hopefully they can. And this ski trip, though, I ha- we just have to talk about it really quick because the bus ride 
What a spiral of a mess that happened on there. Like, you were crying, and then Shekinah and Spice are about to throw down outside, and Shekinah's laughing it off, but Spice is all pissed off. Watching it back, because obviously in the moment, we know that you were upset, but watching it now, like, did you laugh at all? Because that scene was a lot. No, I did laugh watching it, because first of all, I got really overwhelmed and upset because one like I don't like arguing with my friends you know what I'm saying so spice started to get a little spicy and and when I argue with somebody especially with a female it's like are we gonna fight you know what I'm saying and obviously I'm not gonna fight you because you're my friend and I'm pregnant so (laughs) it it just kind of had me pissed off I was just like oh like can they just shut the fuck up but then when we got outside and Shikana and and spice were gonna do their little fight whatever the hell was going on yeah that shit was so funny to me i was dying laughing because i'm like are they serious right now like how did we get here i think we all were just like what the hell (laughs) right yeah it was it was it was pretty funny but all the drama aside we want to know what else you have going on in your world we know you you know a new baby is on the way and you have your family but what else is going on in the world of the bam I'm actually opening up my first location. Um, Most people know I've been um, in the hair business for some years now. I have um, an extension company. So now I'm in the process of opening up a store. Okay. And it's kind of been like a good time because I don't feel rushed. You know, I feel, you know, um, with everything going on in the world right now, it's just kind of giving me an opportunity to slowly plan and you know get things together so i'm excited about that so we'll be opening in june and the store is called the house of shimmer okay so it's kind of like a a one-stop shop like you can get your wigs your bundles you can get beauty supply products um i even have some clothing and accessories so it's literally like the house of shimmer. Everything oh, that shimmers. Shimmer and glitter. Yeah. Not not shoes Absolutely. because we see your interviews and I'm like, what the hell? Like this whole walk-in closet of just yeah. shoes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not, not sh- no, I don't have any shoes. But um, speaking of that, I actually had to like make my closet a little smaller. I had to downsize because we have to create, you know, room for the baby in the house. Yeah. So, I was going to say like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> sacrifices, sacrifices. Yeah. yeah. That's the first, yeah. that's the first on the chopping block. It's like, oh, we need space. Okay, miss. Well, you got a whole room dedicated yeah. to shoes. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> shoes shoes got to go. Yeah. So I you're, just, you're like, I I'm carrying a whole reading, kid over here. Uh, right. I turned his playroom into like my shoe closet now. So now, you know, we it, we just have to move some stuff around. Right, That's right. All right. I still got a shoe closet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we see in the season finale next week. Y'all find out that production has to be shut down because of COVID nineteen, which is what we're all dealing with at right yeah. now. What was going through your mind when you first right. heard about it? Because we do see it in this week's episode. Like, Mama D's like, oh, this coronavirus is coming. You're like, oh, hopefully everything's okay. And then just to see it escalate that much, because we know that y'all film film, okay? Right. And for and production to be like, hey, we're done. You're like, what? What are your thoughts? That, it, it was really crazy because um, I didn't think it was going to get this out of hand. You know, I thought we were going to, you know, get things under control a lot sooner. But um, it, it's just been crazy like i never thought i would experience any of this like in my lifetime 
neither yeah. did we. So it is insane, but it is amazing to see how you guys have been so flexible and how you guys have gone with the flow. And even seeing the cameras in your home makes me as a viewer feel like I get to know you guys a little bit more. So I actually, you know, appreciate being welcomed into your homes for your 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 confessional, your green screen chats. Oh, well, we appreciate it. We're just trying to, you know, keep it keep it going as much as possible because obviously we couldn't just you know, leave the fans hanging mid-season. Uh, yeah, so, no, no, no. Because yeah. that was the first thing. We're like, uh-oh, what are we going to do? So we really do appreciate that. Y'all are just rolling with the punches here. And obviously hoping that you're keeping safe because I'm sure it, it's probably tough, uh, especially starting a new business, A, and being pregnant and having a young child. Oh, yeah, this. So definitely. Keep the strength There's up. so much going and, on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we appreciate that you answered the call, though. I know you got a lot going on, but thank you so much for being you. And we'll chat soon, okay? Yes, thank you All so right, much. thanks, you guys. Thank you, Bye, Bell. Bye. Bye. Yes, you will. Bye. <laughs> okay, check out Miss Bam's doing her thing out there. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know she was very busy, so I appreciate that she answered the call. Always so, appreciate people making time for us fansiders. Boom. So also, we know on the season finale, in addition to our cast and crew basically finding out about COVID-19, on top of that, Spice has an event that turns out to be a boxing event because right. literally everyone is throwing hands. Akbar V, Light Skin Keisha, Spice herself. So we will see what goes down with that. We shall uh. see. <laughs> so on to T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle. We'll give Zonique a call shortly. But first, LaToya and Tommy are kid-proofing their house since Gigi is going straight for the sockets. I know that's right. a problem. With, with young kids. I know. I, d- I did that too when I was young. I actually put a pair of tweezers in sockets and okay. the, and, and the lights well, went out. I'm just glad that you're still here. But you know, in the meantime, <laughs> gotta you. check out those cute fits as well. You know. Hello. <laughs> always the cute fits. We're always here for clothes. Mm-hmm. So while shopping, Latoya brings up how she found a husband and wife duo counselor, which is perfect to give a male and female perspective on yes. things. Yes. Under the assumption that she and Tommy are on the same page with counseling, she books the session. Well, like last time, she asked her mom for help with Gigi. Tommy's not here for it. Right. Again, feels like maybe you should have talked to me about this before making a move. And I've encountered this in relationships, making moves without asking. Moving too quick. What? But he, my thing is, sometimes it falls on me to make the moves, though. So I don't know if this is the same situation with Tommy and Latoya, but in my world, like shit would not get done unless I made the move. So it's yeah, just like, I OK, if we're talking about counseling. And we also know that Tommy's like not here for the whole counseling of it all. Maybe she feels she has to be the driving force to get it going. Yeah. But I mean, it was my understanding from the last session that they were on the same page. So I just feel like that instance was a little miscommunication. And yeah. I think it maybe made him feel on. right. They're working on that. <laughs> and it maybe made him feel some type of way because of some of the past miscommunication that they had, where maybe she could have had conversations. So this sort of just got a little mixed up in the wrong pot. It got but mixed I in the think, sauce. Lost yeah, in we're the sauce. lost in the sauce, but we're getting there. <laughs> and I love the couple therapy situation. Yeah. Although it's a little tricky because I felt like there were moments when Latoya was kind of like, see, told you. Yeah. And I'm so, like, wait, check mark, wait, check wait, mark. Wait, yeah. let's not do that because we're, we're communicating. So yeah, in the session, LaToya reveals that she's having trouble adapting and fitting in. On the priority list, she doesn't feel like she ranks high and when she would express her concerns, Tommy tends to snap. 
And as for Tommy, the lack of time management and how she's late to everything rides his nerves. But meanwhile, mm. she was pretty much on prompt and on time when calling into the podcast. Right? Just, just to put that out there. <laughs> He's probably I like, thanks he a was, lot. I wonder if he was like, you know you got to call in five minutes. <laughs> you know you got to call in three minutes. You know you got to call in two minutes. I'm done. <laughs> so we dive in a little more on the tardiness front. Since Latoya has to get herself and the girls ready, that's the reason. And instead of Tommy offering to help, he threatens to leave her. Not leave her, like, divorce-wise. No, like, yeah, but like, out the meet door. meet you there, girl. I'm, I'll meet you there, yeah. Yeah, catch you later. Uh, I do love that Tommy tries to bust out a rebuttal, but the counselor puts the brakes on it. He's like, no, no, no. What are you hearing her say? Right. And Which he, brings him to laugh. <laughs> yeah, and he, but he was able to repeat it so eloquently. Yeah, he's like, he that's a good one. That's a good one. Hear. Yeah, he was like, oh. Okay, 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 okay. And he heard exactly what she heard, what she said. But when he just took that moment to realize that he heard that and yeah. what it was that he heard, it yes. made all the difference. It really does. Because sometimes you just get so wrapped up in your own head. Like, what the fuck am I about to say next? And you're not actually listening to what each other is saying. So right. they do get a homework assignment to list. I'll do my best to explain this. They have to list three things. Each of them thinks the other would say is disruptive to their relationship. Right. That's an interesting take on things. <laughs> so over to Tip, since he feels social media isn't big enough to take his opinions. That's right. He's starting up his podcast expeditiously. Okay. And where he wants a judgment-free zone of ideas, opinions with no fear, like having a debate with Eris if the Easter Bunny actually lays eggs or not. Mm-hmm. Very cute scene. But I don't think... That on his podcast, you can cover his mouth like Eris did. I'm sure Tiny was about to, though, when she was a guest on it. She's all, listen, use every big word you want, sir. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Like when they bring up giving sex, quote unquote, how Tiny's little sex box is half of his. And Tip is saying that everything in marriage is half. So his guy, for instance, down there, that's Mm -hmm. probably half of Tiny. So it was just like the wording that got a little misconstrued. On that end, all right? Yes, exactly. So I could definitely see that, you know, Tiny has some concerns about... Yeah, she's like, I hope his mouth don't get him in trouble. Yeah, I hope it doesn't get him in trouble. But so far, so good. And he's been in the public eye for a long time. And he's been able to be okay. So I'm sure Expeditious Lee, Big T, Big I will be smooth sailing, baby. Exactly. Then at Zonique's listening party, Tip is catching up with the guys. Yes. He attended Kanye's Sunday service when it came through Atlanta. And he had a specific look on his face that went viral. This photo went viral. Mm -hmm. After the preacher asked 20 people to donate $1,000 to get their blessings heard. Which now brings Tip to his his opinions here. His theory. Feeling and theories that it's some type of extortion that church is a business and religion is a remote to control the masses. But God is real, period. And as for the heads of these religions, they should abide by their own rules. And yeah. that's how he feels on that. What were your thoughts on when he said all that? I mean, I feel it, you know. I I think that, you know, and you can there are a lot of situations where people take advantage of power and so and some some people have a bad, poor, bad taste in their mouth um just from stories that they've heard about maybe some leaders taking advantage. I personally grew up in a church where they, you know, gave me money for college when I had an aunt okay. that moved into my home that had ALS disease. They like built a ramp on our home. So I oh, definitely wow. grew okay. up in a church that was very much a community. They gave back, you know, okay. as um so much to the people in their um community, 
But, you know, at the same token, to hear someone say that you have to, a donation will get your blessing heard is like it's a, a bit confusing. Murky. It's a bit confusing how yeah. that was and, t- put. and Tommy says it like, you know, they do have bills to pay too, which we get. But again, wording. Got to watch the wording, everybody. Right. It's not what you say, <laughs> folks. It's how it's said. So oh. I, I um, definitely understand that sentiment, which caused the viral face facial expression. But, yeah. you know, I think it's. A tricky, tricky little topic Tr- tricky there. situation. But a little I love tricky, that, little tricky. I love that this is all going down as Zonique's listening party, by the way. So let's shift the focus to her, shall we? Let's. Let's we call shall. the woman of the hour. Let's get Zonique on the line. Let's call her. Hello. <gasps> ring, 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 bash. Hey, hey, winner, winner, winner. Right, 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 right. How are we doing? So great. How are you guys doing? Amazing. But this is a big week for you. So we need to know how you're feeling over there. Mm-hmm. New music. Oh, my God. Guys, I am so excited. I haven't dropped music in like two, maybe three years now. So this nice. is very exciting. Yes, establishing myself as an artist again. So excited. Boom. Okay. So we know that we ended up releasing two singles, right? <laughs> Winner, which was mm-hmm. formerly born winner, but you know, just let the people know, winner, okay? And <laughs> hashtag FTCU. So we have to ask about Monica. She's upset, probably, that Gotta Get Over You didn't make the cut. Latoya liked it. What happened? Did you have a you talk with her? I haven't talked to her yet, but I think that she, she definitely <laughs> called me a little sad because her and my mom are always, you know, competing with their debates. So I have not talked to her yet, but we shall see what she says. She's about to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then one of the singles is hashtag FTCU. Yeah. Before you tell us what that stands for, LaJunia and I want to take a stab. Right. You first, easy. What do y'all think? All right. I want to know, does it mean, and we're allowed to curse on this podcast. Oh, come on. (laughs) Does it mean fuck these C words up? No. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> that was harsh. See, here's mine. Mine is I was thinking, fuck that. See you. Like you know, I see you. <laughs> no, but fuck that. <laughs> no. Oh. She's like, Those listen. Are you guys guess. We suck, right? Well, because we were thinking like your mom said you don't talk enough shit and she wants you to show your hard side. So I was like, is this the hard side track? Right. She gonna tell him like, fuck that. Fuck like- you. <laughs> What is it there for? Okay, yeah, hit us. It stands for fuck the club up. Oh! Which yes, I do every yes. weekend. Period. <laughs> Dang, that was so stupid. Because it is such a bop. And you definitely want to do that when you hear it. So it, Exactly. Oh, thank you, guys. I just want to say, Emmanuel, I just want to say you tainted my guess. Sorry. Wait, your trickery? No, let me My stop. trickery. <laughs> I know, stop. I really made it bad. I was, I'm bringing the whole C word into it. Like, sir, calm down. <laughs> no, but for yeah. real, we do have to ask you because this is the first time that you're really taking the lead. And I know that a lot of times, you know, you work so closely with your mom and she's sort of managing the process and bringing you the writers, producers, but you're really bringing everything to the table and just taking it to her for feedback. What has that process been like for you? Um, the process has definitely been a learning experience for me. I've been having so fun doing it, though. I feel like um, as becoming a solo artist, it was definitely something I needed to do, mm. like not having two girls to lean on when, you know, it's something that we have to do together. So it definitely has 
um, challenged me and matured me as an artist. Okay. And I like that Regine brought up an interesting point in this episode, how it's tough to be a celebrity kid because you're always in the shadow of your parents. And especially being one of six kids, no, no one ever thinks of that, right? Yeah, I feel like for it being six of us, it's definitely something that we all go through. Ares, you know, doesn't know that yet. She maybe never will know that because she's already making her name right she now. Sure, she sure but, is. Oh, interesting. That's such an interesting point. <laughs> she's definitely doing her thing. Yeah, but I feel like every well, us as celebrity kids under famous parents, we definitely have to start off with that struggle of trying to make your own name and not for people to come up to you and say, oh, you're Tiny Tia and Tani's daughter, right? And it's just like, you know, people don't even think that, you know, as anybody, you want to have your own name. Yeah, period. it's true. So. It's true. You're right. No, no one ever thinks of that because we are not celebrity kids. So we wouldn't know. I'm 100 percent. And then, you know, <laughs> when you're in the studio, Regine and Tiny were totally vibing with Winter. But we know that Monica was siding with mm-hmm. you with Gotta Get Over You. So, mm-hmm. you know, were there nerves there when you are dealing with, you know, Ma, I know that's your auntie, but still to the world, that is Monica. So what is it like having to present your music to people like your mother who was just honored to people? Well, I know it's probably more a little more normal for your mom because you work so closely with her on your music. But even when you put it into perspective, working with these legends, you know, even though they're so close to you, how how do you deal with those mm-hmm. nerves? You know, for me, the nerves is one of my terrible traits. Like I, I want everything to be so perfect, mm. especially when it comes to my music. So the only person that really listens to my music is my mom. So even when I play for my friends or my family for the first time, I'm extremely nervous just because I just want them to like it and I care about their opinion. Yeah. And then on top of that, Monica, other than her being my auntie, she is Monica, like you said. So it's just like, I'm always nervous. It really doesn't matter, but it, I was definitely nervous there in that scene. <laughs> I mean, hello. I we all would be, so it's fine. We feel you on that. And the ladies were split, okay? So you decide, right. listen, I'm going to have an intimate listening party, okay? Close friends and family only. Mm-hmm. They're going to vote. Your mom's like, "Yo, the more the merrier. Let's get a party." But you're like, "No, no, no," because last time it was too packed. Didn't like the vibe. Are you happy with how it turned yes. out? I'm definitely happy with how it turned out compared to my first listening party, which I loved it as well, mm-hmm. but I didn't get a feel of how people felt about the music. Like, mm. you know, it was so many people. I took so many pictures. I was getting pulled here and there. And I just felt like this listening party, I actually got to get a feel of, oh, people like it and get a response of, you know, favorites and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you had the lights so on. People aren't, because you know, when you're like drinking a little too much and the lights are like dark, you're all like, woo, I'm at a club. But you're like, no, 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 you're here for my music. Right. Yes. Yeah, it was so great. Also, in addition to it being more of an intimate vibe, which we're glad that you were into, you also had the idea to have a feedback box. Whose idea was it to create, to get some album feedback in that box? Um, I want to say... I hate to say, and it doesn't be true, but I want to say it was my idea. (laughs) She's like, girl, you know I said that. My mom always does that. And I'm sorry if y'all can hear the music in the back. I'm in the studio. Yes, okay, we see you working. (laughs) Yes, I'm trying. She's like, I'm trying. (laughs) What kind of of questions were on the survey, though? um, The type of questions we put on there is like, what's your favorite song? What would you like to see a visual to? Okay. That was a couple of questions. Yeah, yeah. Cute. 
And again, it was very, very intimate. So Right. Yeah, exactly. And so when you're in that room with people that you know and love and respect so much, I personally sometimes feel as if it can be a little more difficult to put yourself out there for people that you know and respect more than strangers. So this was like such an intimate room, but you know these people so well. What do you do? Where do you look? What are you doing while the music is playing? (laughs) You know, the room was filled with... So really my family, right. um, I had, I, I invited a couple of my fans who were maybe in a little small area. So I was trying to look everywhere at the same time, not looking right. everywhere, yeah. like kind of looking <laughs> yeah. down, like, looking down like y'all, you know, let me not put the pressure for y'all to like it, but you know, trying to look, but not look too much. Like I just wanted everybody to feel comfortable. Right. I, you know, open to how they felt about the music. So I didn't even think about how your your gaze could make someone feel the pressure. And I'd be like, no, I want them to have <laughs> right. genuine reactions. So exactly. I'm not going to stare at anybody. So, yeah, you seem to have navigated that like really well. Head. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and then literally everybody was there, including Tip, who was surprised that he got an yeah. invite. He was like, oh, sh- oh, she trusts my ears. How is the dynamic with him when it comes to your music? <laughs> Our dynamic is really funny when it comes to my music because it's really not me and him that that should have any problems it's him and my mom ah. so usually when it comes to me and music even when i was in omg girls she would feel one way and he would feel the totally opposite <laughs> and my mom is like she attacks you when you when you don't like she, she when she has to get her point across she attacks you and then for them it's like oh are we arguing so like, like no it's just our healthy banter he does mention that there was a song he produced and wrote for you and he's like i heard her voice like carrying the cadence as he said but you turned him down what happened you were just like listen i got my I- own path I didn't really turn him down. It's just that he he sends me songs every now and then, like, I can hear you doing this. And I'm like, yeah, but I never really get around to doing it. And it's just like, <laughs> I, I, I don't really ask him for anything. So I don't really, you know, I don't normally just, oh, like, pull up, but I'll come up to the studio and record this song. Like, I just try to do most things on my own. So I haven't gotten around to anything that he sent me, but I tell him I like the ideas. <laughs> I love that. I mean, did you do you realize how boss that is? That that is very T.I. boss. is sending you tracks, and you're like, I'm gonna let me get to it later. Let me get to that. You can do it. Like sis, you're winning. But let me just say, your music it definitely created a vibe, and it's a great problem to have. But it seemed like it would seem like the audience was split, and you weren't getting the answer that you were looking for as far as like what was what is the hit single you know people were like i love this song i love that song and i'm like okay this is great everybody's loving everything but at the end of the day you know you were looking for a certain feedback so what was it like when you actually got into those ballots and were reading what the people actually had to say Ooh, the ballots were like this is a true voting system oh i'm sorry you know the the little feedback slips it's fine it's 2020 the voting year right you know what the reading them back honestly was so i was nerve like nervous reading them back 
and some people didn't put their names on it. And Ooh. the people who did put their names on it said stuff that I wanted to know, like, who said this? So I can really know, like, how they were feeling. Like, we put an even open space where you just put any feedback. My uncle, he wrote feedback from that bottom page to the whole back was filled with feedback. Like, everyone had so much to say. <laughs> what was he saying? And I'm the so people curious. Who didn't, people, he wrote a whole synopsis. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was he was being a proud uncle. He wrote he wrote a detail about every song that we played. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's some, that, that's beautiful support. Like, I feel like this one should be doing this. Like, yeah, but people who didn't agree with me at all. Didn't mm, write that's names. why they're like, keep oh, me great. anonymous. Keep me anonymous. Right. <laughs> and you're like, but guess what, boo boo? Exactly. I know that handwriting. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whose handwriting is this? <laughs> All right. So we know that you're at the studio and obviously we're in a different time nowadays with this whole COVID-19, et cetera. How is it releasing new music during these times? Because you're experiencing it firsthand as an artist. Right. You know, I would say that I was I was nervous about being able to release. I mean, releasing stuff right now because you can't really get all your visuals and stuff to come right after. Like I was supposed to film a video before we put out the song so that it'll just be there yeah. and we could oh drop the song drop the video but i mean it's made it a little difficult it's made it a little challenging but i feel like it's still doing good for mm-hmm. you know everybody to be home and everybody saying they just gonna fuck the crib up right. yeah until we can fuck the crib up. so you know it's working <laughs> out <laughs> and i know your agent okay and he does not play with the schedule this man what do you have in store for us? Right. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, wow. Nick and my whole team that he and a couple other people have built around me have so much in store. I'm trying to get so much new content out, new videos. Like I said, we're trying to shoot two. We're still trying to shoot two videos mm-hmm. Well, for both of the singles. Dope, dope. And Project in a couple months is what we plan. New website, new merch. You know, all types of stuff. All right. Okay. Like you said. As they say, booked and busy. Right. (laughs) You're like, I'm doing this. I'm in the studio right now while I'm doing this interview. I'm working. Exactly. And And she's like, and that's a wrap. But honestly, I love uh, it. I just want to thank you so, so much for taking our call. We know you're in the studio, so get back to doing your yes. thing. But positive vibes all your way. And congratulations. Honestly, congratulations. Congrats. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Oh my God, thanks for, Thank you. thanks for being here. Yeah, picking up that <laughs> phone for us. That's and- right, we're fam, girl. VH1. That VH1 All love. Right. All right, thanks for being you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys, bye. Bye. That was cute. I'm glad that she took some time out out of the studio just to chat with little Olas. I know. That's very cute. I know. So, in next week's episode, we see that Tip's mom is cracking jokes about getting married. Right? And we thought Latoya and Tommy's counseling session went well, but seems he wasn't a fan of it. So we'll dive into we that. We shall see. We shall see. And Toya makes her way to New Orleans for the trial surrounding her brother's murders. Oof. Hopefully things go well with her dad because yeah. we saw in this episode that sneak FaceTime Beatty pulled. It wasn't as awkward. So right. hopefully things go well on that front right, right, right. so before we get into rupaul's drag race and give vanessa williams a call to chat about her win on secret celebrity drag race lejeune what is the hashtag ladies and gentlemen make sure you're using that hashtag vh100 podcast to get involved that's right let's do it so i know we're about to give vanessa a call but we have to talk about rupaul's drag race proper 
first. So right, right, right. Our queens had to make over super fans to give them a family resemblance look. And I love yes. how the fans were tricked into thinking they were going to be audience members. Can you imagine? No, I no. No. <laughs> Period. Like that is just Period. so crazy. No. And I love that you can tell how genuinely excited they were about meeting the yeah. queens, seeing the runway, workroom, and of course, RuPaul. I know, I know. They are fan fans, they like were. day one, so. With, they were like shaking and everything. But everybody did such a great job, and I was very proud of Nicole, a.k.a. Honey Almighty. Yes. Heidi Aphrodite's new name alert, new name right? alert. Name change Everything on the, spot. On the graphics. Hello. <laughs> so Heidi Aphrodite's daughter overcame a lot of her insecurities, slightly learning about her past. She used to be confident, but bullying has taken a toll on her. Mm-hmm. For instance, her legs haven't seen the light of day since the eighth grade. Eighth grade. Ninety-eight. Right. Oh my god. And she busted them out on that runway for I us. I loved it. So I don't honestly... be mean, people. No, don't be mean. And I just loved seeing how excited and how happy she was on that runway and just like owning it and just feeling good. You could tell that she really was feeling good. Exactly. I was was just a little surprised that there wasn't more of a family resemblance with the looks. But I was just so here for everything that was happening as far as like her transformation and her just like owning who she is and feeling good in that space and in her skin. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so there is a new girl in town, y'all, because like she said, drag doesn't change who you are. It emerges who you are. All right. But Honey Almighty was all here for her makeup look that Heidi did for her. And as for Heidi, I love that she was cracking a joke at herself, how Honey Almighty looked better than she did all season. She's like, miss, go think about what you did. (laughs) Go over there. And then you have Jackie Cox's sassy daughter, Tiffany, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Snacky Cox. Trying to show everybody up in that workroom, busting out some splits and improv. And speaking of getting it together, Jada made sure to get them together real quick with the, let's see you do a split, Miss Jackie. Hmm. Right. Can't do it, can you? Oh, your daughter's good at improv? So were you in last week's challenge, but you ended up in the bottom. Hmm. (laughs) Which, unfortunately, Jackie ends up again in the bottom, too, with Heidi. But like we saw during Untucked, they were expecting it. On the runway, you kind of touched on this already, Lejean, that Heidi received some critiques on how there wasn't a family resemblance. Rue pointed out that since Heidi can sew, she could have spread the sequin love a little more. And Mm. instead of spending time chatting about disco, which Rue learned about in a hot second when, you know, Rue does the quick walkthrough. She's like, well, I learned about that really quick. So what what else did you spend your time on? Heidi's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) And better yet, because we all know that Heidi has the tooth gap. She was like, listen, you could have painted a gap on Honey as well. Oh, that's so true. It is true. So it happens. But here's the thing. Rue does give Heidi a lot of advice. So I think maybe Rue's probably like, hmm, I'm going to scale back on this and see see if Heidi's going to let her wings spread. Because she even gave her a new name. And there you go. But overall, like Daisy Ridley said, it was a touch lackluster. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't sound as bad when she says it. <laughs> no, not that bad. And the accent, the accent softens the blow. It really for does. That sort of feedback. When I went to London one time, the TSA agents were not happy with how I did my what are those called toiletries? Mm. And they're like, "Oh, love, you're not doing that good." 
And I'm all, oh, thank you. And she's like, no, I'm not complimenting no. you. I'm like, oh, yeah. feels like you are, but that's fine. Right. <laughs> Back on track here. So as for Jackie, even though they busted out some choreography and their outfits and hair had a tie in, in comparison to the other looks on the stage, it wasn't top notch. Yeah. But like we keep saying, we do get our first double Shantae. You stay. Right. They, I was excited about that. Me too. They gave it their all for that lip sync. And I'm not going to lie. I think you and I chatted about this on the side that we think Jackie Cox might be our underdog lip sync assassin. Yeah. Food for thought. Did. Even though she was only lip synced twice, last week she sent somebody home and now it's all of a sudden a double Shantae you say? Right, exactly. So I, I would just say if I were on the show and I had to lip sync for my life, I wouldn't want to lip sync against Jackie. Jackie. So. Mm. But congratulations are in order for Jada Essence Hall, who won the challenge, making it yes. her second win in a row and third overall, getting mm-hmm. great reviews about the makeup and how Jada made their outfits. Meanwhile, remember in the workroom, Jada at one point was babysitting the other queen's daughters to make sure they were having fun. Yeah. And you can tell fans are very important to her because in Untucked, she's like, listen, if it wasn't for the fans, we'd still be working the corners at the bars. OK, right. And Heidi's like, what, what do you mean? I, I still do that i'm working the corner bars all the time and we're like oh sorry <laughs> well well that would just be all that we did yeah <laughs> and i'm only pointing this out because miss heidi jada somehow found the time to make an outfit for her i know and i know, daughter, I know, I know. while so much else was going on but meanwhile back at the ranch you know whatever not judging because there was yeah. a deep connection that heidi did make yes a deep connection was made but that's why, you know, you end up in right. the bottom two then. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Cause it's, it's hard. Yeah. Well, because we, Jada also made a We could have at de- least it, made the hair match. Like, yes. same color scheme. Something. Even if it wasn't the same exact dress, you know, maybe just the same color. You know, something. Something we to just tie it all in, y'all. Tie it all, bring it all together. But Jada got deep too with her daughter because remember in the workroom, they had the whole moment where Jada opened up about not seeing her boyfriend for a long time, started I crying. Yeah. And even on the runway, her daughter was giving her rave reviews. So I know, it's so hard. I was just trying to be positive about Heidi because I did love the way that the reveal was just such an exciting moment. Yes. Um, so I don't know. It's just really hard, but I, I'm not surprised about the bottom two situation. Yeah, same here. But I'm not going to lie. I really thought Crystal Method was going to take the win. The Burt and Ernie, Ernie look. Hello. That was right. like great. And Ross said it best. He's like, what in the fuck am I looking at in a good way? Of course. Right. And for me, she truly knocked that out of the park. So I was like, good job, good job. But I know, and Jada it was won. so crazy because when we were watching the episode and we saw that tease, I didn't know that that tease was going to be teasing something good because I just made me think back to the clown makeup and the yellow face that I saw earlier. Yes. And I was like, oh, is that what went wrong? So I, it was crazy. Yeah, it was all, it all ended for the better. I know, that was exciting. <laughs> so on next week's episode, our queens have to perform a one-woman show coached by Whoopi Goldberg in front of a live audience. Which I love because I love Whoopi's first one-woman show. Like, it's like an inspiration for life. Whoopi's right? Like, and who better to coach you than Miss Whoopi? What? It's <laughs> epic. It's epic. It's so epic. I know. So we sure like to bring the pressure on this show. Okay, folks? Yeah. All right, so on to RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Yes. Which, again, is a special event where some of our favorite celebs are making a total drag transformation to win some cash money for a charity of their choice 
our celebrities this week were yes. Lonnie Love from The Real, mm-hmm. Tammy Roman from Basketball Wives, Vanessa Williams from Everything. Right? All right. Hello. First Hello. woman of color to win the title of Miss America, etc. Right, etc., etc., and so on and so forth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> our drag mentors, because again, you know, our celebs will need some type of guidance here. They aren't drag experts, which mm-hmm. is fine. It's mm-hmm. all in fun. Alyssa Edwards, Trinity the Tuck, and Asia O'Hara. Now, the ladies had a lot of fun this episode, and Lonnie surprised me because I've I never seen that side of her because she's typically, you know, always kicking up a joke here and there. And anytime she cried, I cried. And I know Lejeune, same for you, right? I was an emotional wreck. Let me oh, just say, okay. and I, but I was in, in all the best ways because I was so inspired, you know, by the feedback that she got when she expressed her vulnerabilities. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me too. Maybe I was also like a little tipsy, but Lejeune's like, oh, inspired me to run and to do this. And I'm all, yeah. oh, inspired me to crack another can open. I was like, come yeah. on, Spike Seltzer. Here I am. But Tammy too, though, she had us laughing literally during the mini challenge when she took off her whole lace front wig. Right. I was just like, damn, they came to play. Yeah, immediately. She was like, okay, it, it's off. Done. And obviously the win went to Miss Vanessa Williams. Right? So I say we give her a call to give her a congratulations. We got to. We have got to. Let's get into it. Hello? Ring, <gasps> ring, ring, ring Hey. <laughs> hey. Vanessa, you better you? get it. How you doing? Right? I'm doing okay. Fresh <laughs> off my win. Yeah, oh. you sure are. But yeah, so let's get into this. We so how to. was it being a contestant this time around? Because we know you've been a judge on the show before a couple times. But now you're on the other side. Right. It's hard. It's way different on the other side because, you know, as a judge, you come in one day. You see what everyone has prepared. Uh, you're basically sitting, you know, behind a, a desk and and viewing and judging. This was like, uh, besides getting in the drag and doing the number at the very end, which was, you know, the reveal and, and uh, lip syncing for your life, it was exhausting because yeah. you, especially the, the, the challenges, you know, we, we don't get any, you know, Yes, it's reality TV, but they didn't give us like any like notes like this is your first challenge to be right. prepared. So they just oh. threw that stuff at us. So like that's a lot of improv and, and working off the cuffs. A lot of it was timed. A lot of the stuff that we had to get changed, that was there was no do overs. That was all real. So it was a lot more exhausting. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought. That- She's yeah. like, I'm going back to judging. This right, enough. exactly. But it <laughs> makes this whole, this whole sink or swim situation is not caught for me. <laughs> right, but I'm so curious. You know, would your experience as a judge been different had you had this experience on the flip side first? Ooh. Well, the the bottom line is what you see in the show, mm. which is true. Well, no, we don't know what goes on behind. So whatever story you're telling, we don't know. We want to see what the transformation is how committed you are and giving us a show. And that's basically what, you know, what you got to be judged on. So Ah. I don't think it, but, but I definitely feel so, I mean, to do a whole season when they do celebrity drag race, just regular drag race, uh, you know, they're, they're sequestered in a, in a hotel by themselves with no, you know, contact to the world and all that. Exactly. So, and that, and every day there's a challenge. It, 
and, and also doing the drag and it's got to be exhausting. So I'm glad I'm, we only had to do it for a couple of days. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> right. One and done. But how did One you, and done. Right. And that's it. How did you feel going into the workroom for the very first time? You know, it was almost magical because you mm. see it on TV and it's bright and pink and colorful um, and it's enormous. And all the, 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 the baubles that you can play with, with the, the hair stuff and the boas and the lashes and the sequins and the neon, it was really kind of like stepping into like Willy Wonka's uh, yeah, yeah. Factory, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when Rue comes on, I mean, because I've been watching since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, my my daughter, who's just turned 20, grew up on uh, watching RuPaul's Drag Race. So to, to see where it has come as a production, but to see the worldwide impact mm-hmm. on how global and how how normal it is, because, you know, I, I'm 57 years old. I grew up uh, in the 80s when AIDS was a huge, huge uh, epidemic, issue. Yeah. When people were dying, epidemic, when people were dying, when people were afraid to be out, mm-hmm. were afraid to to hold hands in public, afraid yeah. to be seen in drag. And now I've got people that are contacting me who are straight, who are fathers, who are, you know, who, who uh, Everything are, are in teenagers. Between. Yeah, and saying, saw you, loved the show, and loved your crew. And it's accepted, which is oh. so, so good for our, our world. Right. No, agreed, yeah, because it's definitely catch on to the mainstream of it all. Yeah. So happy to see that. Because you're right, uh, I was born in the 80s, but, and I've seen it myself too, though, from 80s till now, that there's yeah. just a, a bigger acceptance now, mm-hmm. which makes us all so happy. Right. Now, yeah. when you're walking into the workroom, I know it's a lot of fun, but you got competition in there, okay, mm-hmm. Vanessa? <laughs> you're seeing Lonnie, and you're like, oh, shit, I know what Lonnie's going to bring. And now you see Tammy, and you're like, oh, hell, I know what Tammy's going to bring. So what were your thoughts? Well, I knew, so... You, you, yeah, obviously you walk in, you get you size your competition up immediately. Of course, so Lonnie obviously is a comedian, so you I knew she was going to bring the funny and mm. be and have you know sharp wit. Uh, and Tammy was just kind of gave me that kind of boss kind of vibe. Attitude, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we bonded immediately because we were all so excited to be together to be doing something adventurous. And that's what it really is. It's a chance. I mean, we don't ha- we don't have to do this. Yeah. The fact that we said yes because it's a challenge. And we thank you for to- saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also you know it's an opportunity to give back to your charity. But also, you know, why don't you in life make, uh, make challenge yourself? That's mm-hmm. what keeps you young. That's yes. what keeps you fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the mini challenge, uh, they had y'all getting into Macho Man Drag. You were straight up pulling out everything out of your hair. Tammy's taking off the lace front wig. Y'all came to play. The competitive side came out. Like, yeah. even our drag queen mentors were like, what the hell? Yeah, because you guys have not... full on characters. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I well, love it. I love it. We're, you know, we're, we're all actors. So um, we could. Uh, I immediately, when I heard the challenge, I, the, my immediate thing is, who am I going to kind of uh, replicate? And I thought of Bradley Cooper in <laughs> Wedding Crashers <laughs> with the football out in the front lawn and yeah. being like super preppy, but completely adrenaline junkie and right. like just a, a, a jerk, you know? So that's exactly what it that's was. Very where specific. I, went. I know, that's exactly so good. 
exactly. Bradley Cooper uh, in uh, in Wedding Crashes. (laughs) I love that we got that inside scoop on the inspiration. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I don't know if you can see, but I there was a um, when I went to the rack, there was a clothing pin. I don't know Mm -hmm. that stuck my finger as soon as I took my first thing out. So I had blood. I don't know if you can see it. I had blood no. all over my my collar. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, my wow! And, stuff. and I was like, "What is going on?" And it was my finger that was bleeding all over my outfit. So that You're was really some- oh my lipstick. We're like, oh, right. no. my my combat wounds, honey. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. We all have them in drag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the the maxi challenge was the unauthorized rusical twerking five to nine. Yeah. Very cute, because that's the hours I'll be working now. And uh, you had to play Dolly Parton. Do you personally know her? Um, I have met her, and I've told, I, I know her producing partner very, very well. And I kept mm-hmm. saying, I'm doing Dolly. She needs to be on the show. They would die to have her on the show. Please have her see the show. Yeah. And he had never seen the show. And I finally, I said, did you see it? He said, oh, I finally saw it. It's fun. Yeah. I said, well, then have Dolly do it. I said, Dolly is legendary. Right. And even if she just did five minutes. Five. So oh, my God. I'm, Check out I'm her. I'm trying to work on that. You're even booking work the show. For, you gotta get it. Work that. <laughs> I love that. I know. I love it, That's too. <laughs> and you use and you use that moment as a selling moment. And you're like, look at me do Dolly and have her come on, yeah. too. So exactly. good. But it was fun, you know, getting when when I saw the uh, the costume and you have the gigantic boobs and the yep. tiny you... little waist and the hips and 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 she always does this little kind of bop with her head. Yes. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I know nine to five. So it was I, I knew the tune uh, and the choreography was great. Uh, and it was a really a lot of fun. Yeah. Speaking of the choreography, you know, when mm-hmm. you were doing going through that choreography with Jamal Sims, you were counting those steps, honey. I mean, what you were like, it? this is yeah. what I do in case yeah. y'all didn't know. Do you <laughs> do you still remember those moves? From the from the musical? Yeah. Or are yeah. there too many? Or is there too much choreo? <laughs> no, no. I I can look at it once and kind of remember. What it kind of gets into your muscle memory. And ah, stuff. there. Yeah, you, it's yeah, like yeah. riding a bike, right. everybody. Yeah. That is well, so you know, amazing. You, you did amazing though, because literally you embodied Dolly Parton, I like know. the mannerisms, as you said, the girls were out, the movements. <laughs> I was just like, I literally, I I was very impressed. I'm you not gonna you lie. Forgot. You forgot I, it was me. I was like, what? Dolly, <laughs> no, Dolly's no. on the show all of a sudden. <laughs> so watching yourself back, what were your thoughts? Right. As a, as a judge. Very critical. <laughs> Got uh, it. And the response was so good. People were so excited and happy and mad at me for not saying anything. Like, why didn't you tell me? You kept that from me. And people were just <laughs> like, I can't tell all y'all. You, just have to you have to get excited. <laughs> yeah, you got to see yeah. who Vanquisha the house is because when to. Vanquisha <laughs> hit that runway with the fire dress, right? yes. she is taped, <laughs> lace, glued up. Can you imagine getting to yeah. wear that dress after Vanquisha the house <laughs> burns it down? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we have to know. What does your family think about Miss Van- Vanquisha? They they loved it. They they loved it and uh, they loved me as a redhead, but they, they just loved the fact that not only was I a big fan and have known Rue for years, but to actually do Drag Race uh, as a contestant all these years later, they, they thought it was funny. 
So oh, nice. Well, yeah, they better recognize, okay? Because <laughs> Miss Shanita Cocktail's crawling on the floor for the lip sync. Mary J. Ross is like kicking off the keels, and Vicuisha takes the win when the sum of $30,000 to be donated to the Trevor Project. That's so, right. congratulations. Congrats. And yes. I love yes. that you said it. You're like, I'm here to snatch another crown, bitches. Right. So, bam. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, we, we have to know will Vanquisha the house be doing any more appearances at like DragCon? See, I would need, uh, I would definitely do it, but I would need that team to to work it out. Right. That, that just the process. I mean, I can do my own makeup, but the process of drag makeup and all that construction, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's, you get painted and pulled uh, and corseted I, I and everything. It takes a village. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, a- it does. <laughs> but I would I'd definitely do it for, for an encore. Yes. <laughs> so we did chat with Jordan Connor from Riverdale, who won last week's episode of Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Mm-hmm. His advice was to simply have a good time, have fun. What advice do you have for our next set of celebs? I would say be um, precise. Mm. So make Ooh, snap decisions, walk in, assess what you have to do, and then be laser focused on doing it. And don't be discouraged if you don't win one, but you might win the other. So just do the best that you possibly can. But like, you know, just in life, you, there's so many ideas of how do I approach it? And what do I do? And then you kind of spin yourself into um, kind of a frenzy. Like, how do I start? Mm-hmm. But if you can just choose like three things that you're going to accomplish, it kind of laser focuses all what your what your target is and allows you to just kind of concentrate and nail that and be much more specific. So that's just my, my life um my life, life advice. advice but assess assess it figure it out and go for it and get to it people get to work right. <laughs> all right exactly. but honestly thank you so much for taking our call how's everything else going on in your life everything good everything's good just wait and see you know i was on bro- uh, uh, on the west end in london uh doing city of angels when this whole thing happened so we had to stop the show so yeah our set is up i can't wait to get back to my cast and uh and I was playing an amazing role. Uh, her name is Alora Kingsley, and she was Ooh. a she was a a killer uh, wife who was uh, getting all the money and living with a billionaire, but also sleeping with her stepson and uh, the the detective that was uh, stalking her. And it was really delicious. So I can't she, wait to get back to the West. She got a lot of drama going on. She does. <laughs> she brings it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very very into it. Well, yeah. Like I said, thank you so so much. I hope you're keeping safe during these times. Yes. And thanks for being you, literally, because no one else is, Vanessa. Thank you so much, darling. (laughs) You're so, so welcome. Have a beautiful day. We'll chat soon. All right. You too. Bye. 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 Yo! Oh my God! We have Vanessa Williams. That's so. Oh my goodness, she's just so amazing. Vanquisha, the house, and Vanessa, love them both. Oh my God! Boom! Exactly. So I cannot thank you enough, Vanessa, for taking the time out to chat with us. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and congratulations yet again. Such a pro. I know. She is so fantastic and so humble. Like I can't even process. What a pleasure that. and honor to have had the chat. Exactly. So there is that. All right, Lejeune, that brings us to yet another close of our podcast. What is today's episode dedicated to? Oh, my goodness. It all happened so fast and there's so many things. But you guys, you know, we're going through so much with this pandemic and, you know, we're alone together and we're keeping it light and we're keeping it positive. So I really decided to sign off on a really high note with a positive quote from our boy Tip. And we also know that Zanique has this new music out this week. So I think that it's great to just throw the energy 
all that way. And I have to dedicate this episode to a quote from Tip. And the quote is, it's all about maximizing the potential of what you have to offer to the world. So, ladies and gentlemen, think about how you can do that in your everyday life. There you go. And I do love how eloquently he speaks, too, and the tone of his voice. Because I can hear him saying, like, maximizing the potential of what... I, that's not a really it's, good it, T.I. impression, Literally, but it is what it it's is. so poetic. Anything he says, it. but especially when it's as profound as that thought. And I felt that. Am I just emotional this week? You're or am I just emo- like... <laughs> you that's know, all right. That's what we're here for. And that's what the podcast is for, all right? So that is a wrap on episode 54 of BH100. Don't forget this Tuesday we have another new episode of Wild and Out at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word. That's right. And of course, be sure to follow the official official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Hip Hop, RuPaul's Drag Race, Family Hustle, and Black Ink Crew. Plus, you guys know you're going to have to put the at in front of all that or it just simply won't work. I know. Like, for example, if you look up at Easy M-A-N-O-L-I, <laughs> you'll see my adoring face. Oh, that's right. And if you look at at I am L-A June like the month, folks, you'll find me. Boom. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it. 100. 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts.